Welcome to Dynasty Theory, your source for everything Dynasty fantasy football. With your host, John Bauer. I'm looking to sell everybody price-dependent. Dan LaMagna. Too much dysfunction in Cleveland. And Mitch Sorensen. Well, it's hard to compete with excellence. We are just over three weeks. Three weeks away from the NFL draft. So tonight on Dynasty Theory, we are doing our annual two-round rookie mock draft. The settings for this, guys, a little bit different from last year. Last year, I don't know why, but we did not do, incorporate tight end premium. And when I heard that, when I heard that, I'm like, we, we only play in tight end premium leagues. What the heck are we doing, guys? So tonight it's going to be as if it's a 12-team super flex tight end premium. Let's say two PPR because I know a lot of people take part in the safe leagues. But it's going to be an action-packed, fun show. We're going to recap what we talked about pretty much a year ago to the date. And then we have a lot of things lined up over the next few weeks that I'll discuss as the show progresses. But Dan, are you ready to rock and roll tonight, baby? I am absolutely stoked. A combination of, one, we are graced with the presence of Mitchell tonight. It's nice of him to join us. Two, your notes, John, like just rekindling last year's mock draft brings back so many memories and stoked to do another one. So let's do it. Now, the way that we, and I'm going to get to Mitch in a second, so don't worry, but the way that we did it last year, and Mitch, this was your idea. As I listened to last year's show earlier today, I got home from work. I went to the office today and I pop in my headphones and my wife goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm listening from one of our podcasts a year ago. She was thrilled. (laughs) But we're going to go through our mock draft every pick along the way. And Mitch, this was your idea last year. We're going to do, uh, would you swap them one for one with a veteran? Because I think adding that additional context, it's useful, especially with people in startups right now. Hey, where where do you feel comfortable taking uh, Brees Hall? Not the pick, but Brees Hall in a startup. And and this is kind of going to add context. But uh, Mitch... It's great to have you back. Hey, thanks. It's been a long time. You know, but I was talking with the with everyone in the Discord today. I'm hoping by the end of the show, I can know who you guys even like in this draft because I know Dan likes Brees Hall. Besides that, I don't know. You know, not someone who you just like. Someone like Kenneth Walker to me, right? Like, I want Kenneth Walker on every team because fantasy is fun that way, right? I don't know if you guys have a player like that in this draft. It's funny. And and Dan, maybe, maybe it's just me being a little crazy here, but if, if Mitch would show up every once in a while, he might know if he checked out the tiers that he has access to my tiers on the dynasty theory, Patreon five bucks a month, he would know. So it blows my mind. And then you go, well, JB, that's your, the way you 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 know the the values and but who do you really like? Well, we're gonna who find out really tonight. Like? We're gonna get through a few players. But looking at last year, and this was it was both funny and painful. And I posted that the way it came out. So twenty four players were picked in the twenty twenty one rookie mock draft. We all had eight players each, and I posted in the Discord, and I said, "Which group do you prefer, Mitch, buddy? You and I didn't get one freaking vote." Hey, I went back and voted for myself after I knew what you were doing. So, like I said, we didn't get one vote, but we were nice enough to let Dan have the 101. And and that's kind of where it came into play because when we got to the middle of the first, he had that that extra leverage. 
So that's my excuse. But here, okay. So it went Dan Mitch me last year. So this is just a recap for the listeners, holding ourselves accountable. Some of these, I want to vomit. Some of them, I'm I'm straining myself from patting myself on the back. But keep in mind, this was pre-NFL draft, and that's going to be critical here when we get to the second round. But Dan, you took Lawrence, Mitch Fields. I took Lance, Dan, Najee Harris, Mitch, Zach Wilson. I snagged Jamar Chase at 106, Dan, Kyle Pitts at 107, Mitch, Travis Etienne. I took Mac Jones. You both said you hated the pick at the time at 109. I stood by it. I had that conviction. It translated to actual rookie drafts. And I was happy with that. What's that face, Mitch? I, there's just like three players after him who I would still. You still should have taken those three players before you took Mac Jones, but that's okay. You you would take. Okay. We only have so much time here tonight. And I'm trying to keep my cool. We're, we're early in the episode. Dan, you took Devontae Smith at 110. Mitch, Devontae Williams at 111. If you go back and listen, listen, if you go back and listen to the episode. Before Mitch said anything, jokingly, I said, can I trade up? And we talked about like what it would take. And Mitch, you made the comment that you think if Javante Williams was there at 111, a lot of people would have tried to trade up. And this isn't hindsight. This is this time last year. We are five minutes into the episode and my hair, I don't know what the frick it's doing, but it's all over the place. It's going to it's gonna be a fun show. That's how you know it's going to be a fun show. I took Rashad Bateman at 112. Dan, you took Waddle at 201. As you can tell, I skipped over that Bateman Ooh, pick pretty quickly still. because I don't want to spend too much time on it. Now it got ugly. These next three picks, boys. Holy crap. Pre-NFL draft, Mitch, you took Terrace Marshall at 202. Uh, yep. I took I took Kenneth Gainwell at 203. Sermon at 204. Rondell Moore at 205. I took Almond Ross St. Brown at 206. You both said, That's well, maybe now. in the third. May- Thank you. Kadarius Tony, 207. Mitch, I, I don't even want to read this next one. Tylen Wallace. I don't even know who he is, to be at honest. At 208. <laughs> I had Michael Thank Carter you. at 209. Dan snagged Elijah Moore. Fantastic there. And I don't, 211. Chuba Hubbard, 212. Ugh, Seth Williams. Oh my God. So now is the time, folks. If you're nauseated by that second round, you can sign off and I would not blame you. But we're done looking at the past. It's time to move forward. It's time to look ahead here. Like I said, just over three weeks, we're doing so our upcoming schedule mock draft tonight. Next Tuesday, we're going to go over late round rookie flyers. Tuesday, the 19th, we're going to be discussing some veterans that we might be looking to move prior to the NFL draft. No show on the 26th because that Thursday and Friday, the first two days of the NFL draft, we are hosting a NFL draft party in our discord. And it's we'll be on for like 12 hours between the two days. It's going to be a lot of fun. But anyway, gentlemen, without further ado, and Dan, I'm giving you the luxury because you crushed us. You crushed us in the in the the poll that I posted. You have the 101. I'm taking the 102 this year. Mitch, you have the 103. You know, again, if Mitch showed up every once in a while, maybe he would have had that 102. I think that's fair. That's like, you know, initiation for missing two weeks. You go one right. you go 103, Mitch. I'm still getting the 101 at 103, so I'm okay with it. All right. Ooh. So two rounds, 12 team super flex. Treat this, and I mentioned it last year on the last year's episode 
treat it as if it is a true 12 team league. Mm -hmm. I know we all have done this when we're doing like these three person mocks. Well, I, I can fade quarterback here because I can get in the next. Well, it's a three person draft. So I want to try to keep it as realistic as possible. You're in a 12 team super flex league. What would you truly do in that situation? We're not necessarily fielding a team with these rookies. All right. So 12 team super flex tight end premium. Like I said, two PPR. Once we have the rookies locked in, we're going to throw them up one versus one with a veteran. All right. So Dan lead us off. 101, 12 team super flex. You're on the clock. But before before I give my my pick, I, I think I have like two minutes on the clock. Being that's like the first pick of the draft, some context oh. from last year. When I look back, I mean, there's I, I don't see a Trevor Lawrence. I don't see the depth of the first round. It would like our picks late in the first round last year to me would be in the top five this year. Um, it's just a totally different draft. Now, I, I feel proud. Like I feel like my dynasty game has evolved. You know, my rankings are so far ahead of last year, and I'm talking like overall rankings, not just rookie rankings. I've you know listened to John's feedback about last year. I, I had some bonehead comparisons to veterans. You know, it's I just I have a clear view right now. So with that clear view. There's two guys I would consider here. You didn't know I was busting out karaoke on tonight's. Is that a copyright infringement? YouTube might block it. I didn't think we were doing karaoke to the draft show, but another story. So, hey, with the with the 101 in this draft, to me, I, I think there's a couple. There's a few guys with a high ceiling, but this guy is the high ceiling, high floor guy for me. Safe pick. Give me Brees Hall, man. I, I just I feel so confident and safe in that. There, there's a quarterback I'm passing up that. You know, I'm interested in, but Brees Hall is the pick. All right, Dan. Brees Hall or Joe Mixon? I think there's still a few more years in Mixon. Love the Bengals. I'm going to go Mixon. Whoa. It's close. He, wait, it's wait, wait, very wait, close. Wait, absolutely not. <laughs> wait, Mitch. Dan I know, just, I just said, said I knew it was gonna happen. 30 seconds ago. How old my, every you me, know, my everything's evolving. Let me let me pull this up really. The evolution quick. in Dan. I just feel like there's not a lot of miles on Mixon, and he's still like in his how old's Mixon? I might 25. change my mind when I see his age. 20, did you say 25? Yeah. Like he didn't even hit his prime yet, this guy. Like, there's just something about Mixon that just He's in a really, really good situation and is not old yet. So for the record, Mitch and I are both Hall over Mixon. Yes. <laughs> and I think everybody in the chat, Greg says Hall for me. I'm surprised we haven't seen more rattle off there. But Brees Hall, 101. And I selfishly took the 102 here because I have a tier of two. So I was getting either one of them. I'm going to take Malik Willis at the 102. We talk about the upside. We talk about the expected draft capital in it, but at this at this point, expectations. What everybody's all over the map. There are people from an NFL side that are showing zero quarterbacks in the first round. Then there's people well respected on the NFL side showing four quarterbacks. So it is all over the place. But I'm still going Malik Willis. I think he offers the most upside. There are some reports saying that they think he's going to have to sit a year. This is dynasty. I'm okay with that. Give me Malik Willis at 102. Mitch, do you have a one-for-one one swap oh, here? Dan has a quick question. Go ahead. I just have a quick timeout before before Mitch takes the floor there. 
and I want to put a little disclaimer. Like, I would not trade my one-on-one, because there are leagues that I have a one-on-one or a one-on-two for Joe Mixon. I do recognize market value. I'm just saying, if I want to win right now, and depending on my roster's built, like, I think Joe Mixon's going to score more points this year. We'll see where Brees Hall gets drafted and where he goes. So you would rather have Mixon than Hall? I would just have to get more to make that trade. Uh, So I I just want to put that little disclaimer. But, you know, we're looking at market value. But what if you've attempted, you've tried to get some type of late round pick, you know, mixing in whatever, 212, and that manager is not budging whatsoever. Do you pull the trigger and do you go Brees Hall for Mixon? Because it doesn't sound like you do. I'll keep Hall. I'm thinking if I could get Mixon in two, and we'll see how this draft evolves and you'll probably see why, but like 202, 203, someone who's really Bruce, you know, high on Brees Hall. I get myself a nice prospect to go with Mixon. That, that's a little bit of my view. But the question was in one for one swap. <laughs> so we're we're going back, and now we're can we can we say? So I would take Brees Hall then. No. Okay, we talk <laughs> we talk some sense into Dan. I needed context. I needed context. I, so. uh, Ryan in the Don. chat. I think I think this is a good question though. Sitting one and two, but not needing a quarterback. What are you looking to trade down or do, or do you just grab Willis? I will answer that at 103, I believe. Yeah, uh, we will. We'll get to that because I will certainly disagree with Mitch. But do you have a one for one swap for me? (laughs) I do. Let's go with I don't want to do quarterback because that'd be boring. Let's go J.K. Dobbins or Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Okay, I'll take Willis. Wow, that surprises me. You are like the J.K. Dobbins fanboy. I, I love Dobbins. But I'm not going to say there aren't question marks. And not to say there aren't question marks with Malik Willis, but we know the you know, the potential for the upside and at the quarterback position, the cost to acquire. It comes down to the cost to acquire, especially if your league dynamic dictates that the quarterback market is above and beyond what we typically see in the dynasty community. I'm going to take that into consideration. Typically especially if it's a discord league and we see the inflated values for quarterbacks, I think it would be uh, unwise to go with JK Dobbins there when I can backfill the running back position a heck of a lot easier with potential long-term stability. Well, with running backs, how long-term are you talking two years? Whereas quarterback, I don't want to have to pivot down then to like a Ryan Tannehill because things start to get ugly pretty fast. Yeah, quarterbacks last forever now, like Baker and Daniel Jones. I know, I know. Zach Wilson. So we're going to sit here. Do you want me to talk about running backs that completely fell flat? No, I was just bringing up my point here. All right, uh, Newts, what about the report that the Ravens won't pass on value at running back? I... I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll cross that road when we get to it. I'm 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 still a big believer in J.K. Dobbins, but for the record, still taking Malik Willis. Not like Dan. I'm not going to backpedal. All right. <laughs> and he's on mute. He's on mute. If I could get two really good players, that's all I'm saying. All right, Mitch. All Kenneth right, Wa- Kenneth Walker, one of three. Wow, you ruined it. I had like this whole speech. Not really, but Kenneth Walker. Wow. 103 probably wow maybe Malik Willis has gained more but as someone who's gained the most in dynasty 
rookie drafts the last month or so, I'd say it's Kenneth Walker. For me, he was always my 103. So I'm glad everyone's finally catching up, realizing how good he is. You know, John's worried about the whole receiving upside there. I'm not worried about it. Wherever Kenneth Walker goes, he is going to be the 1B to Brees Hall as far as dynasty value goes. And I think a lot of people are going to see it that way. As they I, 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 I do. I, I think from a market value perspective, I don't think you're wrong at all. And I, you know, Kenneth Walker, I have him that 14 to 21 tier strictly because of market value running back 14 to 21. I know. Oh, you're Shut in a, oh, you're full of, okay. How about this? How about this? If in any league, if I have Dalvin cook and we're pretty convinced that Malik Willis is going to go one Oh two, Brees Hall is going to go to one, one Oh one. Anybody could send me the one Oh three. I will sell, sell him Dalvin cook in a heartbeat. Every single league don't care anything about it. And you have Dalvin, you know, the nine to 13th range. Yeah. Easy peasy. Okay. I can live with that. I can respect I, I, you. You, you, you want him. Hold, hold on, Dalvin, Dan. But... I'm, I'm sorry. I, listen, I, I've mentioned this before. From a market perspective, which I'm not oblivious to, I understand the value of Kenneth Walker right now as it stands in April. Okay? But it, even if I do draft him, I want him off of my team before September rolls around. And I'm going to be able to capitalize on the value because of people like you, Mitch. You will. You know, you said the same thing about Amon Ra after the draft last year. And, well. <laughs> Who invited the straw man tonight? Holy. <laughs> oh, keep it clean, JB. Keep it clean. It, it didn't even take. How long? The glasses have come off three times already tonight. Yeah, but let me break up your fight here for a minute here. And I, I got the challenge flag out for Mitch here. And and I, I appreciate his conviction on Kenneth Walker. I appreciate that. I, I've come around to saying, okay, I see he's going to be the RB2 in this draft. But how do you pass? Because we did say, J, JB gave us some criteria at the beginning. Treat this like it's a 12-team draft. You're going to really take him before those stud wide receivers that have I such actually, a high ceiling. Like I don't yeah. see Kenneth Walker in the same breath as Brees Hall. I just don't. I have a tear below. Dan, I agree with you, but I do truly believe that Mitch is going to use his 103s on Kenneth Walker. Like mm -hmm. I, I do believe that. I, do I, I use I, do the I 104 and a running back as well. <sighs> All right, I got to breathe for a second. But to answer the question earlier, because it does tie in here with Ryan's question, if you're sitting at 102, I, I think the issue, like it, if Hall goes 101, and you have 102 and you don't necessarily need a quarterback, you know, let's say you're rolling with, uh, you know, Rogers, Stafford and Josh Allen, like you're, you're looking, you're sitting pretty. Okay. I think the opportunity, it's probably going to be difficult. Like Mitch, if you had 103 and I have 102, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not like, you know, me personally, I'm not taking Kenneth Walker. Yeah. So there's no reason for you to move up that one spot. But I think once you get into the 104, 105, 106, which I, I value somewhat similarly, I think there is an opportunity. Look out at the rest of your league. Check those teams that might need a quarterback. Check, you know, make sure you're paying attention to league mate tendencies, especially if it's an older uh, dynasty league. You're in three, four, five years. You know, okay, 
Dan typically attacks the quarterback position like this. Maybe he had a few guys age out or injuries or something, and now he's kind of crap out of luck. Then you start to explore an opportunity. So I, it's so tough to sit here and say I would move 102 for 106 plus this piece. But, I mean, there there is going to be an opportunity. I just don't know how far down you have to slide. Like, it's going to be... There's so many different scenarios and ways this plays out. Completely agree. You know, if I, you would brought up the 103, right? Honestly, as much as I love Walker, what's the worst thing that happens to me at 103? At 102, you take Walker, so I get Willis. Okay. So, like, I don't see a lot of trading in the top three, to be honest. I think people are just going to be happy with what they're getting. Even if you like one of the wide receivers more than Walker, I think you're going to be very happy with one of those top three picks. So, I mean, Dan now has the luxury and, and your, your flip or flop comparison there was Dalvin cook. You're taking Walker over Dalvin Mm -hmm. over anybody you have in the tier above him. I'll take Walker. So you're sitting here putting Walker as a top 10 dynasty running back right now. Yeah, he will be as soon as he gets drafted. If Javante's number three, Walker's easily going to be stepping into number 10. I don't know what's in the water. In if Utah, Antonio but... Gibson is running back six, there's no reason Kenneth Walker can't be running back 10. Because he can't catch like Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson can't stay healthy. But... Newt yeah. says at this rate, this show is going to be three hours long. <laughs> I... Get to 104 here. Come on. Yeah, we'll it, get it, to the right. second round, I'll be like, um. Yes, okay. The second round. 104. Well, you you get these good questions trickling in and good comments. I want to touch on them. And that's why I love having the live chat and the same folks that are here week in and week out. It's freaking fantastic. But Dan, 104, who do you got? We got Hall, Willis, and Walker off the board. I am celebrating right now because I'm in this draft with Mitch and he took Walker who I didn't even want. And I, I don't think he's going to become a superstar. And, you know, when you have a, a top five pick in the first round of the draft, you're hoping to draft a superstar. So, Mitch has graced me with one and our last wide receiver episode, I was, you know, kind of in between the, you know, three guys, but you know, I looked back at my notes and I said, this guy just does things that are special. And I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson at one Oh four and just celebrating with my elite stud that Mitch just gifted me. Hey, Garrett Wilson at one Oh four. And will you take Garrett Wilson or Chris Godwin? Garrett Wilson. Chris, uh, Garrett Wilson or Terry McLaurin? Wilson again. Deontay Johnson? Wilson again. Uh, Amari Cooper? Is there still some loyalty in that in that plot? <laughs> with, with Deshaun Watson, whether I ethically like it or not, uh, I'm going to take Amari Cooper. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that you would take Cooper. Uh, Mitch, any thoughts there on Wilson? And actually, before we get there, there's a follow-up question from Ryan on Kenneth Walker. What draft capital from him would change that take on Walker? Like, your expectation is he goes in the second, correct? Second, yeah. If he ends up going beginning of the third, I would start to be very hesitant on using a top-five pick on him. I just feel pretty confident he's going to go in the second. So if he does slip to the third, you're going to change that tune a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now... 
I like the way that question is phrased because it's not where he goes, it's when he goes. And we got into that conversation in depth in the Discord tonight. And it's I think it's critical. We don't want to see these players move up or down too much just because of landing spot. But where when they go is going to play a pivotal role. Again, I, don't be a jackass like some folks and <laughs> bump up Keyshawn Vaughn because of a seemingly good spot. Only idiots would have done that. That was like three years ago. Well, I listen, <laughs> I, I live by the, the motto, hide in plain sight. You make an ass of yourself, embrace it. And that was me with Keyshawn Vaughn. So it's going to be 50 years from now. Grandson, there was this running back, Keyshawn Vaughn. Grandpa, he had like 30 carries in his career. I don't care about him. Anyway, okay. So we got Wilson at 104. Mitch, are you good with that pick? Yeah, yeah, it's a great pick. I think it's pretty chalk. <sighs> All right. Chalk. Uh, I'm not concerned about the the separation that folks are concerned about or the, the, Oh, he's going to oh, be Nikhil okay. Harry. Give me Traylon Burks at one Oh five. I have him tiered with Wilson and one other wide receiver. I like it. It's, are you worried at all? He's going to fall down the draft in the first round compared as to the other as, wide receivers. As long as he goes in the first round of the NFL draft, his value tiered in that three to five range stays put for me. I don't care if he's the 10th overall, 15th overall, 25th overall. But what if the NFL tells us, hey, he's going to slip to the second, then it is time to look at that a little bit more. Just because I, I actually, I don't think Burks is the first wide receiver off the board. Mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if he's the first wide receiver off the board of the NFL draft. But for me, it's, and, and I know people are looking at that 40 time, but you look at that max speed that he hits, like during the games, you're not catching them. And I think that's going to be just as critical, if not more so than that 40 yard dash that still was what four, five, five. And for six, two, two twenty five. with all that weight behind running. him, we're, we're not talking about run- David JB, JB. We're not talking about a David bell here. We're not worried about Burks's 40. All right. We're not worried about it here. JB. All right. Traylon Burks or Debo Samuel. Ooh, give me Debo. Yeah, I am going to go Debo. Okay. I, I I have him tiered above. Like I feel comfortable with Traylon Burks if we're starting to talk about like wide receiver 14. Okay. Traylon Burks or Kirk Cousins. You and these cross positional. Give me Cousins. <laughs> give me Cousins. I, I think I, I've talked about this on the pivot point, which is every Friday or Saturday, depending on when we can do it. I'll be dropping in Friday. Dan, Mitch is going to be in Vegas, so he's not going to be joining me. Was I supposed to say that on the end? No, you're good. You're good. You're like, no, no, no. My wife doesn't know. Don't say it. So I said it was a work trip. The 105 for Cousins. That's surprising. It is. It is. But again, that's the the way I look at the quarterback position. Like, Who has a better chance of at least maintaining their value, I think, over the next three years? For me, it's Kirk Cousins. And just still severely undervalued in a super flex league. I'll take the top 12 quarterback on a year to year basis. Do I have him valued as such? No, but I'll still take cousins, but I, I elevate the whole position in general. J- JB, if you assume in most of your rosters, you know, you believe in, you know, the strength of the quarterback and super flex, you don't necessarily need Kirk cousins. Then do you trade the one Oh five for him? 
Like if, if you've got two really good guys and a okay third or here's the point. Where it goes back to that market value. Just like you mentioned earlier, before we talked Dan off the ledge with Joe Mixon and Brees Hall, like I'm not going to have in most situations, I'm not going to have to go out and move the one Oh five for Kirk cousins. Even though I, we said the same thing about Derek Carr and like I had to give one Oh one, my left leg and my firstborn and a nice Applebee's gift card. Do you like how I reference Applebee's there? I'm, I'm killing for that sponsorship here. Okay. We need that Applebee sponsorship. Uh, but yeah, like it's, I don't think I would have to give up the one Oh five, but then once you put a name to the pick, I, I, I would take cousins. All right, Mitch sure. one Oh six, you know, as the one Oh six, very happy with how this dropped out. It means I just barely missed the playoffs at one Oh six. That means I probably see myself as an upcoming contender. I get Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller to me is Travis ETN from last year. Like you can change them, put them in different jerseys. I think they're going to play the exact same way on the field. So I'm extremely happy to get Isaiah Spiller here. I can agree with you from a value standpoint. Um, because I think ETN was kind of all over the board. Is your expectation there for Spiller second round draft capital as well? Uh, early third, at least. Yeah. Okay. I think he still lands in, towards the back end of the second, personally. I so, yeah. Like, I, I have him and Walker tiered together. And again, like, I'm not saying I, I absolutely hate Kenneth Walker. Like, it's not Kenneth like is. I have him in the third round of rookie drafts. But where I have him, I'm probably not going to land him. Newt says Burks will hold value until a season similar to how JB said about Walker. I, I always liked you, Newt's. Hopefully you grab that beer like you mentioned in the chat. Uh so Spiller, Spiller or Cam Akers? Oh. Ugh. The problem is I don't want to give up the 106 for Cam Akers because it's horrible. Like, I don't even want to think about that. But I would probably for, forget, take forget Akers about the over pick. Spiller. <laughs> that, see, that's it. Forget about the yeah. pick itself. Like, we're, you have a name to it now. Yeah, it's hard. You, you have a name it's- if so healthy t- Cam Akers can be a top three running back, I think fantasy wise in the league next year. But I don't know if he's healthy. I don't know if that offensive line's going to be any good. But I do see that in his range of outcomes. Do I see that for Spiller? Probably not. Spiller or Derek Carr, twelve team Superflex. No, I'll take Spiller. Carr. See, I would take Carr too. And again, this just comes to the difference in the position. But Mitch, you're the guy that always says I value quarterbacks too lowly. And you know, looking at my rosters, you're like, JB, what the heck did you do here? I don't know if you've noticed in a lot of leagues. Right now, I'm trying to trade for Justin Fields to upgrade that quarterback too. I'm trying to get Russell Wilson in leagues. And so I'm hoping to get off of the cars. Um Tua as my quarterback too, and hopefully upgrading to someone that I like a little bit more. Even if that means that my quarterback three is someone like Matt Ryan too. Hopefully I never have to play him. He has no value. But I would rather try to stay out of the car Zach Wilson tier. Would you trade Derek Carr and Isaiah Spiller for Justin Fields? Yeah. You would? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I struggle with passing up car, like Mitch said, for Spiller, because I think there's you know, maybe at least one other running back I could get. 
You know, you, you can't get Derek Carr. The, the, the Raiders there's offense looks Derek so good cars. this year. There's not not this year. There's not their 20 Derek Carr. I would say try to acquire Derek Carr what you think cost is. I don't want is, to. That's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> after the one episode of the pivot point when we discussed him, I went out and I, rejection, rejection, rejection. And like the uh, I had one person say they would need it more than the 103. And at that point, like that's that's a little steep for me. But I, I get it. I get it. All right, 107, Dan. It's just like Christmas drafting after Mitch. I'm telling you, man. Like, I'm just living high. I thought I had a tough decision. Now it's just a no-brainer decision. Give me Drake London. I, I'm yeah. just, I've just cooped up two stud wide receivers in this draft with the, with the best running back on the board. Life is good. Drake London or Josh Jacobs? I, I'd rather... I'm going to hope I have enough running backs and I, I'd rather go with the, the young wide receiver. I just like building a dynasty roster better that way. Drake London or DJ Moore. I saw in the chat, there was the same question about like DJ Moore or, or um, Traylon Burks. Yeah. And I would look at London the same way. I, I would go with DJ Moore. I would unless, again. Unless post draft, like a London or a Burks went with like an elite quarterback, like elite, like great situation. You put him in Green Bay with Rodgers or something. Then it kind of, you know, I'd, I'd be more enticed than that ceiling versus more with Sam Darnold. But otherwise, right now, today, Drake London or DJ Moore. I, I have no issue with London at 107. Yeah. I have him tiered. I have Burks, London, and Wilson as my 1A, 1B, 1C tiered together. So now we're in that big tier for me, 106 to 111. Kenneth Walker is gone. Isaiah Spiller is gone. We're sitting here on April 5th, and I, I've done this with other mocks, other conversations, without knowing that Sam Howe and Matt Corral have first-round draft capital. I have them in this tier. If they do get first-round draft capital, I don't care where they go, but give me that first-round draft capital. But without knowing that, it's a two-man race here. It's a two-man race. And I have to, to go with the quarterback again. And it pains me. Because he's my quarterback four. If draft capital sticks with the way I think it goes, he's there's a, a case for him being my quarterback too, based on draft capital. But give me uh, Kenny Pickett, one oh eight. Okay, just yeah, yeah. Ronald, I, I was waiting to hear his name there. You're talking about all these other quarterbacks. I was getting I know, a little nervous there. I know, and I truly, with all things equal, with draft capital. Willis, Corral, and Howe are ahead of Pickett for me. If Ritter gets first-round draft capital, he's ahead of Pickett for me. He he is. I, I I've I've seen enough of Pickett. I there are a lot of things that he does well, but there's still things. And I I gotta say, if you go back to our quarterback episode, what was it about five weeks ago? What was my concern with Pickett from a film perspective? Do either of you remember? skittish he he, he got out of the pocket too quickly yeah. and and now i'm freaking seeing tweets left and right about it and i'm like 
I feel good about my thoughts five, six weeks All right, ago. Let's see how but, well you are thinking about this. Cause I have a question for you. Then you can keep elaborating. Do you want Kenny Pickett or Elijah Moore? Give me Elijah Moore. Took you too long to answer that. No, no, no. And again, this it, Pickett and Walker are in a similar situation for me where I'm not aloof to the market value if he gets first on draft capital. And I think Pickett is the one. Again, we're sitting here April 5th. I took Pickett over Howe and Corral in a startup with rookies included. So I, I, I actually did it. I lived it just a few days ago. And it's because I th- there was less of a concern with Pickett not landing in the first round. There's less of a concern for me that Pickett doesn't get that shot. Whereas if they all are given the shot, Pickett's not going to be my number two. Uh, Mac Jones, success helping Pickett. Yeah, potentially. Uh, Salazar, red flag. Uh, Newts, I like Pickett more than Willis. So I'm happy about it, but just thought JB was a corral guy. I'm all about the golden corral. I love a good buffet, but I need that first round draft capital. Is okay. Is that is that fair? Are you, are you, fair. Can you guys live with that? I could see it. I could see it. Pick it right. makes sense there, and, and I would have made that pick too. But I really don't want Kenny Pickett on my team, so I would try to trade him. You, I would, I would try to trade that 108 and not have to live with Kenny Pickett. But also at 109 last year, you guys didn't want anything to do with Mac Jones. And I mean, we're okay. we're seeing him at quarterback 15. And I liked him better than Kenny Pickett last year. What's that tell you? I, I got I don't love Pickett. That's my thing. We're pre-draft here. So the way you, you always... And last year was deeper, JB. Last year was you... deeper. It's not that we didn't like Mac Jones. It's there we were guys like that were more attractive. a little yes, bit more. Yes, That's it. Exactly. I mean, I, I I like Javante too. Can I can I be on this bandwagon too? But those guys aren't in this year's draft, so it's no. <laughs> Javante Williams. <laughs> Javante Williams. I don't mean guy. literally. I mean like even the guys next that that we have to like. I don't like anybody yes. coming up in the remainder of no. these picks more than a Jalen Waddle or Javante Williams. All right, all right. But just really quick, let me just say my line. I like to minimize risk, and Pickett does that as we stand today. That's all I got to say. Mitch, 109, hit us. (laughs) I think I'm going to surprise people here. There's someone who I think everyone believes I'm going to pick. (laughs) Kenneth Walker's second cousin. (laughs) That's what I was hoping to go with. But he's actually not draft eligible until next year. So we will wait. It's okay. So this is me doing a little draft prognosticating, I think is the word. Prognostication. Yeah. I'm going to go with Desmond Ritter. I think wow. he is going to end up going in the first round. What's in Utah? Water? I, I, you know, I, no, and it's, I, I, I'm fine with that pick. It's, it's not anything that I like on the film. I think the NFL is falling more and more in love with him. And where I, you know, I brought this up with Sam Howell on the quarterback show. I thought Sam Howell would be going to where I think Desmond Ritter is going to be going now. He's going to go at the back end of the first to a really good team. And you tell me that's going to happen. I think I could buy into Desmond Ritter a lot more than I can the player that I really wanted to draft here. But I think Ritter is going to be the value. And I think he's one that can actually hold value pretty well if he goes to a good landing spot. I don't care about the landing spot. 
I mean, we should have done a drinking game, and I'm sure we'll do it during the NFL draft. <laughs> That's gonna be a lot of fun. But every time I say draft capital, drink. Right, so we would we wouldn't make it half an hour. I was just gonna be like, look, if he goes to Carolina, I'm I'm not a fan of any quarterback that really goes to Carolina because I'm afraid that that franchise is just going to ruin another quarterback. I'm still okay taking him at 109, even if he's in Carolina. Yeah, but I mean, he'll go up. I think if he goes to Carolina, I think he'll be more like the 105. But let's say he goes to the Saints at 18. Don't do that to my Jameis. Then I like it, you know? Don't do that to my Jameis. No, I see you went the opposite way with your pick. 108, I went with the guy that I would be shocked if he drops out of the first. Mm-hmm. There, there's, you know, other guys that in the same situation I prefer. You went with a guy that is certainly getting steam and, and getting more hype. And I saw an article pop out today that they would be shocked if he made it out of the top 20 picks. Desmond Ritter, that is. So you're going with that expectation and that thought. It's riskier. Because now, if he does drop lands in the second, that's yep. kind of how I am with Sam Howell and Matt Corral. Yep. So it's these quarterbacks, I'm telling you guys, they're going to swing drastically between now and the NFL draft. And even if it's just like a few bucks, I got to get some prop bets, I think, going. I I, I think I, mm-hmm. I, I, just to spice it up a little bit, just to spice it up. All right. Dan, you, you're concerned what's in the drinking water out there in Utah. <laughs> You have some issues. Uh, I, I do. I'm sending a thank you card to Utah right after this <laughs> podcast. I'm just, the whole state know, of Utah. Mitch has made me so happy. You know, maybe I'll get a billboard in Utah. Thanks, Mitch, or something like that. You know, yeah. we're gonna do yeah. something creative there. Right down I-15. I could see it when I go to Vegas this weekend. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, you know, where your coworkers will see it on the way to work. Like, Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> What's that? You know, I'll put the Sorensen there so they know it's you. But uh, anyway. I feel gifted again. A little bit of a tough decision. I'm torn between two oh, guys. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Time. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, no, it's not even my pick yet. Is it? No, it is. What it you is your pick. For? Time. So would you go Ritter? Yes. This is tough because I'm like, I I'm have going to go Anybody uh, John says before Ritter. Ritter or Elijah Mitchell. Uh, I'll take Ritter. Mitchell. Ritter or Michael Pittman. I've never been a Pittman guy, so I'll take Ritter. That's just true. Conviction there for Mitch. Ritter or Ryan Tannehill? Tannehill. I do not want Tannehill. <laughs> Desmond Ritter. I don't want Tannehill on any team, man. <laughs> uh, Greg in the chat says Breer has two and a half as the over under. What is is it Albert Breer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike Albert. 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 Uh, two and a half for his first round quarterbacks for my 2022 rookie picks. I hope it is over two and a half. All right. So Ritter, that was a clean sweep there for Mitch. All right, Dan, uh, you guys talk way too much. We got to speed this up. Hey, at one ten, if I have this one ten, my team was either awesome last year or I traded for a first round pick and it's just a late one and I want some ceiling. So I'm going to, you know, Believe in the doctors and science these days and give me Jamison Williams and that incredible upside. I believe he would have been the top receiver in this draft. I'm thrilled here at 110. That's a great And that, that's who I was between. It was Pickett or Jamison, and I have them in, in that tier together. I think Dan's going to win this again, to be honest with you. I can't Mitch, wait till we, next we year. We suck, man. We suck. All right, Jamison. more my fault than yours. Uh, Dan, Jamison Williams, 
or we'll stick in the same position. Jamison Williams or Mike Evans, the 28 years young Mike Evans. Williams. James, I got one. Or Jerry Judy. Oh, now you're making it hard because you know I'm a Judy guy. Give me Judge Judy. Um, I'm going to stick with my boy and go Judy. All right. Uh, we got to give some of the tight ends some love here, man. We haven't talked about them at all. Jamison Williams or Pat Fryermuth in two PPR settings? I traded Fryermuth for a first round pick, a 2023 first, and there's some other stuff in it recently. So I like the first round ceiling of a Jamison Williams, and I'll just I'll figure out the tight end position. Okay, fair. All right, I'm at 111. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to bump down Corral and Howe. I know we shouldn't drop names during drafts. You know how that riles me up. But I will take in. Oh, my God. Give me Chris Olave at 111. I I actually have him in that 112 to 202 tier. But again, that is if Corral and Howe. And I promise you, I will not say Corral and Howe first round draft capital the rest of the episode. That's going to be tough to do. Chris Olave. Oh, 111. Okay. That's odd. I thought about him at 110. I thought about him. Can we get, can you give me a, an either or here? I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. Your team's contending, right? Because you're at the 111. You're My probably team's wanna, always contending. You want to compete again next year, right? Olave or Leonard Fournette? Oh. The, the dynasty world is screaming gb leonard fournette 27 year old running back but we started our preliminary projections already and leonard's leonard's popping leonard's breaking the excel spreadsheets the google docs the google sheets give me leonard fournette i love it yeah give me leonard fournette all right a little bit of a lower high upside but michael carter Do fourth rounder Michael Carter, may I add? Shut your mouth. I know. <laughs> but when am I when do I have to make the swap? Can it be May 1st? After the draft. But Alave is going to go in the first round, so I don't know why it would matter. Yeah, Alave, but I care what the Jets are going to do here. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. Give me if Michael Carter's situation doesn't change there. AKA they don't bring in a higher end back in the first three rounds. Give me Michael Carter. Beautiful. I love it. I got to wash my mouth out. It's after the greatest that. show ever. All right, Mitch, 112. Well, so it's tight end premium this time, boys. Oh, I, I'm going to go I'm... with the tight end. Wow. Who I think wow. people are going to see Pat Fire move from last year and notice that, you know, he went the late second. Now he's going the early first. I think think Che McBride, the same ascension could happen for him. So I'm actually going to go Trey McBride here. And again, this is two PPR. Yes. Big premium. Whereas last year when we did this, I mean, I was surprised. We didn't didn't take Fryermuth in the top two rounds last year. And I think it kind of threw us off a little bit. I'm going to try to justify it a little bit because we did it just strict PPR across the board. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But then I looked and I took Seth Williams. Like I, I must have been. I wasn't right. You like Seth night. Williams, I remember. I did, but I, so, like something was off that night. I probably had other things on my mind, you know. <laughs> uh, McBride, how how do Dan? How do you feel about McBride? We talked about the tight ends. Was it last week? And then I think the next day they had their pro day, right? And McBride with his speed score, what were the the thresholds? His speed score expected first or second round draft capital, probably second, and yards per team pass attempt. And there was one other thing, like it was great company that he was in to hit those thresholds all the way across the board. So 112, I can live with McBride here. What about you, Dan? It feels high for me. I mean, I don't think he's as talented as Pat Fryermuth, uh, personally. Um, again, two tight end premium. I, I see you're trying to take advantage of that scoring system. So there's some value there. I just, there's a few guys with some better ceiling, I think, where I feel like McBride just kind of becomes a, one of those tight ends that we talk about every year, and he's kind of scores some points. Maybe helps you, Mitch. It just feels a little high. All right, Mitch McBride or Noah Fant. Everybody hates Noah Fant these days. Wait, oh, your face just looks so disgusting. Uh, yeah. He's with Drew Locke. Like, I have to hope they improve in Seattle. So I'm going to go Noah Fant with just the hope and prayer that Drew Locke doesn't throw him one pass this year. I'm going Noah Fant too. Trey McBride or Juju? I'll go Trey McBride. Juju. Juju. McBride or AJ Dillon? No, Trey McBride. You know I am not an AJ Dillon fan at all. I'm not either, but I'm still going Dillon. I love McBride. I, yeah. I do. Jameis Winston or Trey McBride? Trey McBride. Let me. It's May first. The Saints add wide receivers in the first round, and they don't bring any oh, other quarterback in. Okay, Jameis Winston. Okay, I, I, I think I there's the a reason they traded up to 17 and 18. I'm just assuming that's for a quarterback. Yeah. All right, 201, Dan. Now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> 13 picks in is the nitty-gritty Should these speed days. Up now. Hey, we <laughs> got through like the last four picks in five minutes. It was the first nine picks. This is a very hard pick for me. This is the first time where I might pass up who, who I think is a better player for a need-based pick that I think is is still going to be very good. Um, there's so many talented wide receivers on the board right now. So even though I think the best player is a receiver to pick, I'm not going to go in that direction because there's only one more running back that I really want. And before even though, even, you... even though John insulted him by saying he was going to be a third round pick in the draft when, when, when he, when he had a personal conversation with him while he thinks he's the best running back in the draft and his agents like, don't you go on dynasty theory ever again, because they, he, he might've hurt your stock here. You know, I'm going Rashad white, man. I think he goes in the second round and I think he's the best running back on the board. And, and I, I've got to get a good running back in this, hmm. this rookie draft. I would be shocked to my core. If Rashad white, who I did interview, short like 10 minute interview on the dynasty theory youtube channel if you're watching live you're already there that was a lot of fun i i say rashad you always come across as a humble guy and then the next thing out of his mouth i'm the best running back in this class and i just <laughs> went okay okay I, I i like rashad white i do but at 201 i 
you know how I feel now about those 23-year-old running backs. And Rashad, he might be a goodie, but he's an oldie. I, I think we got to like bring him back on the show after the draft or something, see if he'll come back. You know, he told you he was a former Juco guy. That would have been an opportunity to say, hey, we, you know, we got this co-host who knows something about coaching Juco running backs. I'm just just saying I, I was waiting for that. And, you know, when I watched it, but it's all right. Yeah, no, no, this was my moment. <laughs> I wasn't bringing you or Mitch into like this is me. I, I've been bla- no joke. I've been blasting out emails, DMs. I, I've been reaching out to. Uh, different agents and finally somebody responded to me Rashad White I was like all right my man but 201 that's a little too early for me but you went there Rashad White and you think he goes in the second oh my god Rashad White or Miles Sanders I'm anti-Eagles so for that reason alone I will go Rashad White oh my god and um, they play they, it's every year three four eagles then he gets hurt and then rashad white or carson wentz i'm with you jb i think just that value of the quarterback even though i ugh, i don't like the situation i don't like wentz but it's kind of hard to pass up that starting quarterback for who's gonna should have that job for two three years rashad white or mike williams With Justin Herbert, I got to go Mike Williams. Okay. I can't ask Dan this question, but I'm asking you, John, say it does happen, and for whatever reason, Rashad White is the 201 pick in most rookie drafts. You're taking him or Ezekiel Elliott? I know what what Dan's going to answer, so there's no worries there. Like, it's either I take Rashad at 201 or trade that 201 for Zeke? Yes, like I have no other option. No, no other option. Then give me Zeke. I'm huh? taking Zeke over Rashad White just because I don't think he gets uh, the second round draft capital. I told him, and I was pushing the narrative a little bit because he's from Kansas City. I said, Rashad, mark my words, Kansas City, third round. And he's like, third round? Third round? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Why am I doing a show? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Zeke still. When we get to upcoming rook and p- picks here, there, there are some wide receivers that I, I think normally I would take over Rashad White. So when you when you, when you add some notes to next year's show notes, JB, just I needed to get a running back at this point in the draft. You got enough good players because of me. You'll be okay with one bad pick. It, it allowed me to gamble a little bit. It allowed me to gamble. But again, we're, don't look at it like it's it's a twelve team league, right? You still want to win though. I know, I know. <laughs> I need a well, running that, back. I, I need this opened things up for me. And based on what's being said in the chat, I'm going to win the draft right here. But those freaking quarterbacks are still Yeah. (laughs) Are you really going to take him? I don't think you're going to take him. Have some conviction, John. I am. There was that that concern. Uh, George Pickens. Oh, no. I am. I'm going George Pickens. He's going to the second round of the NFL draft. I think early second round. I'm going to take him with the 202. Certainly would have taken him ahead of Rashad old geezer white rashad if you're watching this i say that with love oh he's never coming back on dynasty theory again i know he's probably gonna send me a message now what jb he's probably following the show because you had him on and then you go and say that great job jb rashad just remember who took you high i love i love i checked to see if he followed us on twitter he didn't so he's not watching the show pickens 202 i have two for you two different scenarios one of them the 202 is your pick and your team is just that bad one of the reasons why it's bad. No, no. Never mind that last part. 
George Pickens or Darnell Mooney? Pickens. And also adding that the Bears don't go wide receiver early in the draft. I have them tiered together right now, actually. You do. That's why I brought them up. <laughs> I'm Dirty going. Move. I'm, I'm going to go Mooney. Okay. If, if, with the the caveat that you mentioned, yes, they're not loading up at wide receiver. But even then, I mean, I, I think I go Mooney over Pickens. Okay. Let's say you were in the playoffs and you happen to have the 202 because you're great at fantasy and you traded for that earlier in the season. So you're a contender. Do you want George Pickens or DeAndre Hopkins? We have seen his value just absolutely plummet. And I do think Hopkins bounces back. And I think he bounces back very nicely. But if he doesn't, and let's say, let's say Hopkins goes out and has like wide receiver 30 numbers on a per game basis. And Pickens is just like, eh, I, I think, I think I go Pickens just because of how vulnerable the 29 year old receiver is I can you give me another one give me another one I I, I yeah. as Dan would say I lacked conviction okay you know what I want to say with the same team because I want to talk about my running back James Connor or George Pickens because it's a running back with upside but you know like you have two years with James Connor and that's it um when am I making the, when do I have to make this move now can I see what happened in the NFL draft? <laughs> no. This is a pre-NFL draft mock draft. I'll go Pickens. Okay. I'm going to go Pickens there. So I'm going to go Mooney and then Pickens and then Connor and Hopkins together. One comment on Pickens. I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. Love George Pickens. A year ago when he was starting to flash, I was like, I can't wait for next year's draft. I want to get myself some George Pickens. I 100% easily could have taken him at 201. Um, the only thing I, I do say is he hasn't really done it yet. I know he an ACL in the spring. Like, he didn't break out, break out a year ago. He had a deep pass versus Alabama, was still limited. So there's still a little bit of question there for me, but I would gamble on his upside. The ceiling's definitely there, and it's definitely high. Could be a steal. He actually shares a birthday with my mother not the same year that would be impossible but same day so do i pull a weird dan bias and because of that i'm like pickens my 101 i could see dan doing some crap like that like <laughs> oh he shares a birthday with so and so sometimes those superstitions they come through yeah so. all right mitch 203 i got man i'm stuck right now because at the 103 i got walker with this team so that's going to help me compete a little bit the 203, this is the problem because I'm drafting it for this team, right? Yep. The quarterbacks are probably the proper value, but I don't know if I want to gamble on one of these quarterbacks because I don't think they're going to go in the first round. There's someone I like here, but I don't think I could take him. I'm, I don't want to. I'm hoping the hype's there. I'm going to go with Christian Watson. Does, <clears throat> I don't know if the NFL, I really am worried that the NFL doesn't like him as much as everybody else does. This is just another Hakeem Butler scenario, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's going to happen, 
but I think he has, if he gets that draft capital, I know we're saying it again, I think it's going to be worth it for a team like this to get a solid running back who I believe is going to be solid and then an upside wide receiver to go along with it. Would you go Watson or Rashad Penny? Watson. Watson or Christian Kirk? Kirk. Watson or Gerald Everett? Two PPR. Watson. Watson or Matt Ryan? Watson. All right, Dan, 204, who do you got? I was hoping that, you know, I didn't take Pickens because I wanted that running back. And I also was confident another really good wide receiver would come to me. Watson was definitely in that tier, Mitch. Good pick. But I'm going to go with Jahan Dotson, Mr. Penn State. Loved watching him last year. I think he's really going to help a team and, you know, have some solid NFL production. All right. So we got Jahan Dotson at 204. Are we going Dotson or Renfro? Mr. PPR, but now Adams is there. Oh, I'll go with Dotson. Dotson or Komet? Tight end premium. I like Komet, but I'm going to stay with Dotson. Dotson or CEH? And you, you got to make the decision today. We don't know what's going to happen in the NFL draft. I'm going to go with Dotson again. And then look at the quarterback, Dotson or you get stuck with all the quarterbacks in your Cowboys division, Dotson or Daniel Jones. I'll go Danny Dimes. I'm a believer in a, a chance with that new coaching staff. All right. At this point, 205, I will take the risk, assuming. I said Which I one, though? Uh, Matt Corral. I, I'm going to take Matt Corral at 205 and praying that I didn't just completely burn that 205. But again, at that point, the risk, yeah, it is so worth it to me. So Corral 205, any any uh, cross-position well, guys for me? Quarterback makes sense. The problem is the quarterbacks you're going to be able to be straight up for are so bad as well that I think you would still take Matt Corral, like Ryan Tannehill. Ah. Uh, it, if I had to choose today, uh-huh. right now, uh-huh. I would go Tannehill, actually. But once Corral goes in the first, I will take Corral. Okay. Corral or Amon Ross St. Brown? Same thing. Same answer. Amon Ra today. All right. And then- like this is such a cop out freaking it is it me. makes it harder <laughs> I, it, but that's how i, I genuinely feel okay. but like right now i would take amon ron i would take Tannehill. salazar you bite your tongue he says Tannehill sucks i <laughs> he hasn't been great all right so we're at the 206 now 206 i took isaiah spiller for this team previously i'm gonna reach here Because I want it for this team because, like I said, I think you're on the edge of the playoffs. I want to make the playoffs with this team this year. I'm going with who I think the NFL is going to like him. Dan, going with Georgia Bulldog, Zamir White. I'm thinking he's a year removed from the last ACL. He's had two of them. 
I think ACLs aren't seen the same way they were previously in the NFL. So I'm thinking he'll go in the third round. You give me a third round running back in the middle of the second round of rookie drafts. I'm pretty happy with that on a team like this. All right. Zamir White or like I have him so low because I, 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 I'm debating if he goes in on day three or not, but Zamir White, and I got to bump it up a little bit here, or Kareem Hunt. Uh, if he goes where I think it was, Zamir White. Oh, God, give me Hunt. Zamir White or Jared Goff? Oh, Zamir White. Davis if, Mills? Zamir White. I'm going to, no. They're mid seconds. No. I don't want them. Uh, uh, I know I'm trying. I, I know some of these guys. You're just gonna say no right away. Uh, Kadarius Tony or Zamir White. Kadarius Tony. I have a lot of faith in him in that offense. Proud of you there. Thank you. All right, Dan. Two oh seven. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> but no, I'm trying. You know, we're trying to speed up a little bit. A little bit. This is hard. I don't know if it was gonna be my pick, but being that Mitch took Zamir White, I'm gonna I'm gonna zig here and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to James Cook and agree with Salazar who put up there he would rather have Cook. Um I, 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 th- I think you got the wrong bulldog, Mitch. Um sometimes you kind of it's a little glamour there in Georgia, and you, you know, he's in that national title game and he's a good looking kid. But Cook's just so much more dynamic, explosive, catches the ball, um, and the pedigree, as Salazar mentioned in the chat. So give it, give me that running back with the same premises you said, Mitch. I'll take James Cook. And if any incoming rookie has a family member that has played or does play in the NFL, Dan is going to be going crazy over them. Will you go James Cook or you like Ramondre Stevenson? Which one? I'm going to go Ramondre. James Cook or Gabriel Davis? I'm going to go Gabriel Davis. James Cook or Marcus Mariota? James Cook. All right. I'm up at 208, and I got it. I I can't let these quarterbacks slip. I'm going to go Sam Howell. Mm. uh, But again. (laughs) This is going to be another rough one for me. Yeah, like it, it's going to look silly, and for all of us, because I let him slip to 2082, if he does land in the first round, there's no chance in hell he's making it this far. Same with Matt Corral. Like, they're going to be top 8, 9, 10 rookie picks it, if they go in the first round. You don't think they are? I think if five quarterbacks, like we're saying, go in the first round, I don't think that many are going to go in the top 10 picks of rookie drafts this year. I mean, I think we could have another Daniel Jones type of scenario. No, the rookie quarterbacks last year were amazing. The only one who kind of dropped was Mac Jones. I'm saying this is going to be more like when Josh Allen came out, when Daniel Jones came out to where we could see some of these guys fall into the early second. Yeah. Even if they're drafted. But again, the the position players were also stronger last year, right? I, man. I like this draft as far as wide receivers and running backs, to be honest with you. I'd put it up just as close as I would. Taking Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts out because I think they're unicorns, right? But I think everybody else is on a pretty fair playing field. Uh, 
Yeah, Sam Howell, two hundred eight. Um, Mitch, who do you got at two hundred nine? Let, let's let's okay, round this. Out. Let's round this out. Okay, okay. David Bell, he fell too far. Oh, you're taking David Bell? Yeah, he by David far. Bell. Well, here, so the, here's my issue. You guys gave me no choice because Corral, Howell, uh, knew you couldn't pass that value. Pickens, like, like I have David Bell in that two hundred three to two hundred five tier. So at 209, an absolute steal, but you guys left me too much on the table. David Bell, that that's the guy. That's the guy this year. I, Dan. Dan, even at that draft range, you have to be okay with David Bell, right? He's in the conversation. I'm just mad he didn't let JB pick a Mitch. That's, wow. uh, I'm more salty of that than <laughs> your logic behind the pick. I, want, I wanted to, you know. Yeah, you're leaving this quarterbacks for me. All right, Dan, 210. Give me John Mechie. Oh, fitting in the David Bell conversation. I look forward to this next year. No, all right. Well, two eleven. Oh my God, steal the draft. I know yeah. you're taking here. Take Who am him. I taking? Sky Moore. Sky Moore. At two eleven. I again, I have him. You guys just left so much value on the table for me. Like this is incredible. Sky Moore. When three of your quarterbacks go in the fourth round, I don't know how much value is going to be there, to be honest with you. It's like, JB, you have one starting player here out of Mm -hmm. this whole crap that you draft. All right, Mitch, 212. We got questions. Does does, in the chat, does Kyron Williams get drafted tonight in the the top two rounds? Not by me. I just. All right, who do you got? The pick should be Sam Howell. I think. Well, I, I took him at 208. Did you? Oh, sorry. I didn't knock him off. My bad. Attention, well, good. Even better. Brian Robinson. Oh, my God. What? You That's might as there. well. You, do you have a lighter by you? Have I guess set my house on fire? <laughs> no. I, I've seen picks. You have a great house. Don't, don't no, do good. that. That's good. That's but good. you can set this pick on fire. <laughs> on oh. fire. Fire. Wow. I liked it, Mitch. No, at Robinson. The, Thank you, Dan. Thank don't, you. Don't, don't. I'm, I'm urging the listeners. Don't touch him in the first two rounds. It's a two twelve. Two twelve. No, no. Yeah, you know, there was a time you said the same thing about Michael Carter, but here we are. I, years I, I have. John, whoa, whoa, whoa. John's I have mad he didn't never, take Carson Strong there. He wanted another quarterback. <laughs> I have never said. Like I'm dumbfounded. I'm baffled. I've never said not to take Michael Carter. I believe you said that he is dead to you. That's different. I that's, oh, sorry. that's like sorry. you know that's the lingo here in Pittsburgh. It's it's like when you say something is is bad but it's good. Like that's you know. Uh, I would have taken Damian Pierce over I Robinson. Would. Oh my god, I would. We'll find out in a month, won't we, John? Oh god, I can't wait. There's gonna be a lot of crap talked after the NFL draft. A little bit. Final thoughts. The first, like, seven picks took us 45 minutes tonight. We rattled it home, tried to make it out out of here relatively quickly. But what can you expect when you have Mitch and Danny talk nonstop? For the 154th time, Dan, final thoughts for our listeners here on April 5th. Yeah, we knew this episode would be fun tonight, so it was worth a few overtime minutes. But uh, I'm like a big kid tonight, guys. Two things quick. One, by the time we get to our next Dynasty Theory episode, I will have met Apollo Creed. So I'll, I'll show that one at a, at a later time. Ooh. And then in the spirit. Oh, wait, of- is that the uh, like the uh, Comic-Con thing? FF Expo, man. I'll be in Philly coming up soon. So look out for a picture there. And then um, 
in the spirit of like video game mode here, man, the show came out today. Very happy about that. I am wearing my SFB shirt. Anyone on Twitter, you see Scott Fish post those messages. Should we have a live uh, draft? You know, what locations? Man, plug Scranton. I am ready to host a Scott Fish Bowl draft here in Scranton, the home of the office. So if you see those you going around have, circulating have, on Twitter. Do you have internet out there? We have got, it's the home of the office, man. We got Dunder Mifflin. I have a beautiful hotel ready to host this baby. So just looking for a little uh, pull from our, our, our dynasty theory list listeners, man. We want to fish. Dan's like, come to the Lamagna hotel live, live draft. Come on. All right, Mitch, what do you got for the listeners? <laughs> All right. Um, you know, I am going to go to Vegas this weekend. So if I'm not on next Monday show, it's because I'm in jail. So just <laughs> throw that out there. Final thought. If I'm not here, it's not my fault. I'm incarcerated. Are you going to put any draft bets in? I'm hoping to. Only right. problem is I have to drive back down there to pick him up. That's going to be the issue. <laughs> you're assuming you're going to win any of those. Oh, well, yeah. All right. So like I said, to reiterate one last time, next Tuesday, some later round guys that we're looking at in our rookie drafts, third through fifth rounds. The week after, We'll be talking about some veterans that we might be looking to move potentially because their situation could get a little little cloudy, a little muddy there because of the NFL draft. And then we have the live draft party Thursday and Friday uh, in the Discord, Patreon. Come check it out. Like I said, it's five bucks a month. It's a lot of fun, a lot of great information. It's a fantastic community. For Mitch Sorensen, Dan LaMagna, I'm John Bauer. We will see everybody next week. Have a great week. <laughs>